Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, September 26, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, two things will be hitting the podcast feeds over the next couple of days, and actually one coming up a little bit later as well. We'll talk about all three. First, you did an interview with a really fun, interesting off-Broadway show. Tell me a little bit about that. So, yes, please look out for that uh, interview. I'm really excited. I got to talk to Tom Schweitzer, famously on Broadway Radio. I am the go-to solo show artist, like, promoter. Um, And I'm totally cool with that because I've been interested in meatballs and music. And now it's called 20 Seconds. It's currently playing at the Signature Theater on 42nd Street now through October 21st, so you still have a whole month to see it. But it's a play with music about this man's journey through a very chaotic childhood and into, like, self-discovery through music and his, like, music mentorship into being a uh, music therapist, which in his... He literally runs a space in Virginia. He was literally calling in from um, his home there. So it was really, really great. I can't wait to come see this show. I'm really excited. So please look out for that great talk. Over the weekend, Grace, you and I also did a little spill the tea episode that'll be specifically for Patreon. I want to get that out sooner rather than later, rather than wait for the weekend, just because like, who knows if some of the stuff we talked about will be announced before then. And I I would like to get it out before. So pay attention for that in the, in the Patreon feed. So you can hear that before, uh, before all of it becomes real. And you can say you knew before everybody else. Also, Jan Simpson's next episode of all the drama will be focused on the 1973 Pulitzer prize for drama, that championship season written by Jason Miller. I believe that will be coming out not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday in Patreon, and then the following week after that in the regular feed. So head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to get all of that goodness. All right, let's get into the news. And we finally have not only confirmed dates for the upcoming Broadway revival of The Wiz, but we also have a theater. The Wiz will officially begin performances on Broadway on March 29th. That will be playing at the Marriott Marquis Theater with an opening night scheduled for April 17th. It just began performances for the national tour at Baltimore's Hippodrome Theater over the weekend. I think on Saturday was its first performance. Grace, this was where... The original production started its national tour before coming to Broadway at uh, at the Hippodrome in Baltimore. They also released, along with this house and date announcement, a look at the cast on stage for the first time. Looks like a very cool set design. I am all about that. The set, I do want to say, I believe that the set design that you are seeing... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the person, and of course that's escaping me. So that's upsetting because I like to credit artists, but I believe this person also worked on black Panther. Like there is a lot of gorgeous artistry that is being done and I am freaking psyched about it. So the fact that they released that photo and that sits probe video, I just was like, come on, <laughs> it was so beautiful. So it was great. Yeah, the um, set designer, scenic designer is Hannah Beachler. She was the uh, the set designer for Black Panther as well as Beyonce's 2016 TV special visual album Lemonade, Academy Award winner for Black Panther best for, for best production design. So very cool to have that extra element of artistic 
spice added into this production. So very excited about that one. It's going to head off on its national tour. It's going to play cities all across the country before it ends in Los Angeles at the Pantages Theater on March 3rd. We know Wayne Brady will be joining the production when it gets to California, and then he will be taking over the role of The Wiz as it comes to Broadway. So a, a pretty short turnaround to get from the Pantages to the marquee, just about three weeks, three and a half weeks to get everything across the country and loaded up. But they will certainly be prepped to start this performance, uh, start this production on Broadway when they get there. So very excited about that, Grace. All right. This is not news, but this is telling you that there will be news today because over on the social media feeds for Monty Python spam a lot, they have been teasing an announcement for a few days now. And I think we all assume that it is going to be the actor who is going to play Lancelot. They have been teasing since uh, over the weekend. They started off on Saturday with just a tweet that said Lancelot, but with a three replacing the E. There was actually one where they had a typo, but otherwise it's Lancelot with the E replaced with a three. Then they did the next day, they did a hashtag who is Lancelot hashtag ask us anything. So they got some random questions. They responded to some of them. Then over the weekend, they did a GIF from Saturday Night Live with John Mulaney and Pete Davidson, where Pete Davidson is just saying two over and over again. So assuming two days. And then on Monday, they had a gif of Aaron Tveit actually in the movie version of Les Mis. And the caption or the, 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 the text on the gif says, one day more before the storm. So seems pretty obvious to me, Grace, that they are going to be announcing who is playing Lancelot today, Tuesday, September 26th. I know that there have been a lot of people going full Swifty on some of these hints and everything. I don't know that there's a ton of hints in the actual gifts themselves, but maybe a little. What are your thoughts on this rollout? And do you have any guesses on who you think might be playing Lancelot on Broadway? I have a guess, and this is not rooted in it. I don't want anybody to come for me to say I had insider knowledge of this because I don't. And it's been pissing me off because I don't. But (laughs) here's what I do think. One, I think that they can do rolling comedians. I think that they can switch mm-hmm. these. You in said and that out. from the beginning. Yeah, from the you beginning, said that from I was early like, on. Yeah, yeah. Like you could literally have somebody do this for three weeks. Every three weeks, you could have Nick Kroll. You could have you know whoever you want because it's not a heavy lift sing wise. You could call Hank Azaria back. You could you could simply have Martin Short. Like you could literally have anyone come in. Uh, you know, hopefully maybe a queer person, uh, maybe a person of color. But I think that the fact that I didn't think of this earlier pisses me off. But someone tweeted, is this person stuck in the suburbs? And the official accounts did not interact with that tweet, but they did interact with a lot of other conjectures mm-hmm. and hypotheses, et cetera, et cetera. But they didn't interact with that one. And I thought that was really peculiar considering the one and only Taryn Killam was in the Disney Channel original film Stuck in the Suburbs. And when they used Saturday Night Live gift for the day two thing, I thought, interesting, interesting. What do we know about Taryn Killam? Well, one, he was a King George. He was the dentist in the Encores production of Little Shop. Um, mm-hmm. He's perfectly primed to come in. He's not doing TV right now, famously. Do I want Kobe Smulders there? Yes, I do. Um, his <laughs> wife. But I think that that's a really solid 
choice to play Lancelot, someone who is a lot of fun, really great at the improvisation scene. So it has to be somebody who has roots in improv. You know, he comes from all that. He comes from SNL. He comes from DCOM. Like he hits the zeitgeist really, really well. So I think it's a wild and out. It's a really like great choice if that's what it is. And if it's not him, I'm not good at anything. And that's upsetting to me. But like, (laughs) I genuinely... I just, I started to like go down like a, a mental rabbit hole. And then I've seen some people also pose this gesture on TikTok. And I was just like, okay, I'm not unique. Um, so if no, but you told me this, great. you told me this over the yeah. weekend. I, I can't yeah. confirm. I probably have the, 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 the text from it too, if we need to confirm it, but yeah, you've you been, you've been on this one for a couple of days. Um, yeah, there's, a, it seems like there is a lot of people around a Seth MacFarlane prediction, like the official Twitter account actually retweeted that one with an, an Oprah interesting gif. They said someone asked, was he in Family Guy? They said he he is a guy with a family. And then they posted a GIF of Family Guy as well. So I think they're trying to push people that direction, which probably means it's I don't know. Maybe who knows? Waitress sucked at these clues. Like waitress was so obvious with theirs. So maybe it's the same person. But uh, yeah, definitely. We'll have some sort of announcement. Probably looking less likely that it could be Alex Brightman at this point, Um, at least not at first, unless they do like a rolling thing. Like you mentioned, Grace, maybe he comes in after the shark is broken closes, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. We should find out today on Tuesday. All right. In some show and casting news, this one was very, very exciting for me, which I will talk about here in a second. But yesterday it was announced that a new off-Broadway concert presentation of a new musical Alive, the zombie musical will be coming to New York for a very short run beginning on October 8th and running through October 16th. It'll happen at Theater 555 or Theater 555. It is a new musical by Josh Canfield, who has been on Broadway. He was also a uh, a contestant on Survivor as well. The cast is tremendous. It features Anthony Chapman II, Robbie Hager, Savvy Jackson, Josh Lehman, Stephanie Mora, Mary Page Nance, Nick Rulo, Kyle Seelig, and Lauren Zacharin. It's great because they are doing multiple performances a night. One of them is at 9 o'clock, and I'm going to go see it uh, after I see 6 on Monday the 9th. So I'm going to be able to run from the Lena Horn 7 o'clock performance to go over to see this one at nine o'clock. Love the cast book, music and lyrics by Josh Canfield. I love it. I love the, the late night thing is, is perfect for spooky season. And we'll definitely be checking this one out and reporting back because uh, it seems like a lot of people that I really enjoy. And I love the odd timed performances, especially on a Monday night, Grace. Yeah. Any opportunity to kind of like fit those different times in is excellent for all of us. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a cheap ticket too. It's a cheap ticket over there uh, in Hell's Kitchen, maybe over by in between 10th and 11th, I think is where Theater 555 is. So definitely check that one out. I've never seen this movie, but I know people love this movie. It's got Tom Cruise, which I generally try to avoid. But the short story by Philip K. Dick called Minority Report was turned into that movie. It is now being turned in to a stage play. It will hit the stage at the UK's Nottingham Playhouse in 2024 with performances beginning on February 16th and running through March 9th. It will then go to Birmingham Rep and then London's Lyric Hammersmith in the West End. David Haig is adapting the original novella and Max Webster is set to direct. If you are unfamiliar with this, 
The work follows a pioneering neuroscientist who develops a program that can predict crimes before they're committed, only for the neuroscientists to find themselves accused of pre-murder. Haig's adaptation shifts the action from the U.S. to London and will reimagine the central character John Allison Anderton into a female neuroscientist, Dame Julia Anderton. All the casting will be announced later. Like I said, 2002 Tom Cruise film that I think people really like and they think it's a really good movie. I've never seen it, but another interesting thing like this the Da Vinci Code, interesting things that have their roots in literature, but also movies that aren't the normal type of things, like these action-y type films and stories, Grace, being adapted for the stage. But I like trying different forms, and we'll see if if uh, if this makes sense on stage or not. All right, I've got a recommendation here. It is not a traditional recommendation, but it comes from Meg Masseron from Playbill. And what she does is with Meg. the broad... Sorry, shout out to Meg. I love Meg. Yes, she's great. Meg she's is fantastic. so good. A fantastic journalist, a fantastic person, a supporter of the arts. I really, really love Meg. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Meg's great. But Broadway Fleet is this weekend. So Meg has this huge explainer of like everything you have to know if it's your first time going to Fleet. Like everything from like the map to how things work, how to like game plan to make sure you get to hit everything that you want to hit, what you need to bring with you to make sure that you can haul all your merch back home. It's a a really great rundown of everything that you need to know if you've never been before. And this is like one of those events that draws a ton of people. I don't know why, but I feel like this year might be bigger than ever. They have announced that there is going to be a special 40th anniversary table for La Caja Fall. So that should be very fun. So make sure that you head over that. But if you're going to Broadway Flea, if you've never been, or even if you haven't, you just need some tips, check out the article in the show notes from Meg, because I think that's uh, it's it's about as good of a service journalism piece as you're going to find in the theater community, at least this week, if not month and year. Also, tweet at me. I'm serious. It's one of my favorite events. I go every year. I have a strategy. I have a plan. I leave with weird stuff. I really love the flea. So if there's anything unanswered, which I don't believe that there will be, feel free to do that as well, because happy to blast that information all over the internet. I love when people contribute to BCAFA. Um, I think it's a beautiful time. I usually have a hard I don't spend over a certain amount of money, which is usually twenty doll hairs. So, and I usually get a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, just uh, just just make it happen. Contribute as much as you can. It's a great worthy cause, and you get really cool, weird stuff. Yeah. So it's going to happen in the theater district on Sunday, October first, from ten a.m. to seven p.m. What is your like your one big piece of advice for people, whether they've gone before or not, Grace? If you're on the fence, wait. If you are on the fence on something, do not just like pounce because you might not really need that item in your home and someone else might have really, really loved it. But if it's from a show that like means more than anything to you, do not wait. Does that make sense? I feel like I said two very contrasting no, things. No, no, no. I think that makes um, a ton of sense. It's all about like how much you, it's all about your your excitement over something. If it's in the middle give it a second. And if it's something that you have to have, don't wait because it might be gone by the time you come back. Two items that I, I think about to this very day. One is an opening night brick from Godspell. If you know me, you know how much I love bricks. And, um, (laughs) 
I've seen your show. I've seen your show. Yeah, it's a very specific thing. And I'm so I'm kicking myself because I love Godspell so much. And I thought there might be someone else here. Like, no, girly, buy the brick. What do you what's your problem? Um, that's one. And then the second is last year I tried on this incredible I don't need another jacket. So I did not I remember need this. this. I remember this. Yeah. The Secret Garden Letterman mm-hmm. jacket. I put back and I regret it. But it was it was really out of my price range. And I know it went to an amazing home. Um, I'm sure of it. Otherwise, where is it? But um it might yeah. be there this year. It might be there this year. So yeah, those yeah. are the two things. But I have lots of great treasures. And I'm very grateful for what I have, but uh, I do have regerts. So make sure that you don't have those as well. I I have never heard the term regerts, but I am sure that I've had them as well. All right, everybody, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me pretty much anywhere at BWW Matt. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on social media at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.